Hey, welcome back. We are Storyalysis, and I'm Chris. I am Pierre. And this time we're going to be talking about Liminality, a poem by Neil Hillborn. Hillborn, yes. Yeah. Top tier. Yeah. He's up there for me. Yes, Christian, again, yeah. you know, this is not your thing. You're doing this with me. Thank you. But yes, Neil, Rudy Francisco, Phil K. Well, I do, I do like poetry. I do like poetry, but I don't listen to it to the extent that you listen to it. Yeah, yeah. Sab Sabrina Benat, bro. When we get to depression, it's okay. It's okay. These topics are coming. But yes, yes, yeah. Neil Hillborn. First thing I heard, OCD. And I was like, stop. I was like, stop. <laughs> I can vividly remember that day. Freshman year in, at Mercer County Community College. It was like, whoa. Damn. Whoa. He has a timestamp and everything. <laughs> yeah, it was a psychology class. Uh, mm. Um, Because we're oh, OCD came up, the obsessive compulsive disorders. And the professor thought, hey, let's show them a poem. And I was like, what was that? <laughs> and that's it. Been hooked ever since. But yeah, oh, was that yeah. like your first exposure to poetry? To like, the button poetry, to yeah. Button poetry. Um, yeah, I used to like read poetry and like uh, fables, Fable de la Fontaine. That's um in Haiti. Um, I would read. That's like a Fable was a poet. Fables, I think, is what they would call it in this country. I don't know, but uh, he used the animals, like uh, the turtle and the hare. Is that what it is hare, for you guys? Yep. Turtle and hare. Right, there's a Lulu and Agneau. There's there's a bunch. La cigarette, la fourmi. Slow and steady. There's 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 a bunch of freaking dope poetry. Yeah, Fab use animals a lot, but to convey, oh, like I've always loved innuendos. <laughs> so this is why I've always loved poetry. Like he used mm -hmm. animals to freaking convey such like deep principles and concept. They like the turtle in the hair, basically. Right. It's like if you take your time, if you plan out your shit, you get to where you're going. Don't rush. <laughs> Ah, just, just discipline. Yeah, ah. I mean, it's, it's amazing because uh, animals really are like the, there's such a tangible way for us to reach deep into the past. Because mm. like some of these animals have been walking around since the dawn of time. Mm -hmm. So for us to study and observe them, there's like secrets of life that are sort of baked into their movements and how they interact with yeah. the world so there's a yeah, lot dude, to every, learn from animals yeah like every everything's falling in place except for us like animals are doing their job nature's bro when we get the andrea gibson christian homesick a plea for a planet all right we'll get the animals but but anyway <laughs> well we <laughs> but yeah bro i have so much in store for us in this poetry freaking segue but it is what it is it is what it is but yeah man <laughs> Crazy shit. Let's go. Yeah. Liminality, one of my favorites. So, so liminality. Um, I'm just gonna get out like some of my preliminary thoughts because it's a pretty short poem. By the way, mm -hmm. um, if you, I'll say this again right before we start playing the video. But if you haven't, go ahead and check out liminality uh, by yourself. We'll leave a link in the description, and then on on the podcast it'll be in the description as well. And then come back and if you want, you can listen to what we talk about if you so choose. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm about to dive into this a little bit. So if anyone listening, forgive the potential overanalyzation I'm about to do. Uh, since I'm assuming you've already heard the poem, the goal is to try to convey our interpretations of it in such a way where 
you might be exposed to a different way of digesting the poem. Or maybe you thought of it this in the same way that one of us did, in which case, hopefully we can support your thinking with what we're about to say. Uh, with that being said, um, there's clearly like a theme of space happening in this poem. And you can imagine that space is a sort of barrier. You can imagine it as a sort of barrier that separates heaven and earth. So in order from bottom to top, it'd be earth, then it'd be space, and then it'd be the realm of the beyond, which is heaven. And the definition of liminality is basically that it's a transitional phase or an in-between stage. So under that visual, that hierarchy that I just mentioned, space represents a liminality between heaven and earth. So by Neil Hilborn likening his near-death experience to being an astronaut in space, he connects this idea of liminality in a very uncommon way to a very common, well, maybe not common, but a very relatable experience of like being in a car crash. And I think it's pretty cool. It is, he does some pretty cool things here. Um, but yeah, that's just uh, my general overview of how I took in the poem and the themes that were, I sort of base my thinking whenever I hear the lines that he says. And yeah, I just wanted to put that out there before we start. It's uh, fucking, it. it's up there, man. This liminality is, my, liminality is my top five. I think I have, I have, a, I have a, a comment on YouTube on that poem, actually, from years ago. I was like, I, I've never felt so bad about an imaginary car accident. I think that was my, my comment. <laughs> just like when I, when I heard liminality, but I was like, bro, this yeah, man got put me, so much, he put so much, this man got me tearing up about some shit that might not have existed. Cause you would not have lived to tell it cause you did die. But anyway, anyway, let's, let's get to the, let's get to the poem. Let's get to the poem. Yeah. Right. Oh, and also, oh yeah. Yeah. Before I do this, um, if this is the second poem you're hearing, or if this is the first one, um, this is not like made up. I actually am pumped. I know you can't see your faces because it's just audio, but like I love poetry. So this is not like fake, like as he pretending, like I'm actually hyped. Like I'm actually sweating. <laughs> like that's my shit. I actually listened to this shit. So I know this. <laughs> like Anyway, it's like my 50th time. Listen to this. So let's go. Let's go. Oh. The best way to get to heaven is to take it with you. Henry Drummond. Our headlights snake across the West Texas highway. Out here, they've only got two kinds of music on the radio, country and western. Her hair touches my shoulder in the wind. The road signs say turn ahead. We sing along to songs our parents taught us, turn ahead, steep cliff. Her finger is curled around my belt loop, steep cliff. Pay attention, the road curves away from me. My voice crumples as we clip the guardrail. Our wheels lift skyward. The car spins, flips. The sky and riverbed fight for supremacy. Our headlights kick into space. All, All right. of our clothes. All right, Christian, you can pause it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. So that's it. That's part one, right? I, I told you before this. This like this is the only way. It's hard to stop this poem because, like you said, it's so continuous. It's like it's it's also so fast. It's so interconnected. <laughs> There's no segments like the first one we did with Phil K when he went through time. So we could stop. We could stop as he's taking us through these different time period. But this is quick. So the accident just mm -hmm. happened. They're singing. You just picture this shit, bro. Just singing with your girl. 
Like, bro, look at the road, look at the road. Just, oh, we're singing, we don't see it. And then, bam, it happens. And the way he describes it, the sky and riverbed fight for supremacy. <laughs> like, I, bro, love, uh, I love descriptions like that. Like, you immediately you, know what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm the one that's going to get him. No, I'm the one that's going to get him. <laughs> I'm the one that's going to I mean, get them. I mean, get them. Because <laughs> the car is flipping. <laughs> it's like, oh. Yeah. So the bro. sky and the riverbed keep Rip- changing. So yeah sad. okay 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 yeah there's very there's very little to describe in this poem but it's just the metaphors the astronomy metaphors we're about to get into mm. all right mm. all right all right christian that's it that's really all i can say what can you say by the way about this <laughs> yeah uh let's let it play out a little more and i'll speak right. it. float around us her blouse Blossoms like a supernova. The change in her cup holders forms constellations glinting in front of our eyes. We are astronauts astronauts. coming back to Earth. When the nickel stars settle in the dust, we hang upside down, dangling like marionettes from our seatbelts. We unbuckle them. I think this is where you wanted to stop, right? Yeah. Just, I, okay. I got lost in it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah so he's going he's going in with the space analogy. So Ooh. clothes floating. It's like the lack of gravity in space. Yes. Yes. Blouse blooming like a supernova. Ooh. Stars in space. Change. The change in the cup holders. They form the stars Ooh. that themselves Con- form yes. constellations. Yes, Krishna. We are we are astronauts coming back to Earth. So their oh. car is like a, a spaceship and the plummet yeah. into the ground is like an astronaut's yeah. descent from space. Mm. Uh, yes. He's going in. He's going in. <laughs> like, you have, okay, you remember what I said in the last episode, right, with Phil K? Like, you have no right to embellish such a dark and unfortunate scene. Like, uh, what did Phil K say? Um, fudge, fudge. Uh, yeah, yeah, with this, describing a Grampy in Poland, Grampy's dad. Molar firework and eyelid, ex- eyelid explosions. Phil K. Teeth. We did that poem. That was the first one we did. Like, you have no right. <laughs> it's just this is too dark. But poets' usage of vocabulary is just insane. Like, look at the description. This can, if you didn't hear the beginning of this poem, this might go over your head that this is two people that's about to die. <laughs> it's just like, like, oh wow, this is a beautiful poem. Oh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it is beautiful, but it's tragic. But it's delivered in such a way that's just wow. And his attention to detail. Because you know how fast all that just happened? Like, you'd have to be freaking, uh, what's homeboy? You'd have to be Flash to slow down time to pick up on all these details. Like, the coins form constellation. You'd have to be Quicksilver from X Men. (laughs) You ever, I'm sure you've heard of it, like how the moments before you die, apparently time slows down. Yeah, that's what he's about to say too. Mm-hmm. He's that those are those going to be the last the last segment. But yeah, apparently your life flashed before your eyes or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. dude, like Crazy. he slowed down time, man. But yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fall to the ceiling that was never meant to be a floor. Her collarbone is broken. Bro. The same one she fractured at mm-hmm. six years old. The glass is flung around the car in a perfect halo orbit. 
We are freezing in our own solar system. And as I'm blinking in and out of consciousness, she speaks to me in a voice that comes from just behind my ears. She says, all that has ever mattered is volume. And if you turn up the speakers past the point of sound into deafening silence, you will hear me again. You will whisper, I will whisper your name through the cracks in the canyon rocks and you will know that this is heaven. Knowing that someone will always remember your irises and where you hid your love letters and why you could never speak in anything but short sentences. It is not a golden escalator or a glowing choir conveying you into the sky. The hand of God does not reach down and pluck you from your earthly shell. No, the way to heaven is here. In your last moments, these last half seconds before your soul shivers out of your bones, you will see the candle on your first birthday cake, feel the brush of your mother's braid, smell your father's shaving cream on the day he taught you. There is a tornado in your throat. You will hear our whispered phone calls are entwined I love yous and their softness will weigh down on you. Heaven is an exhausted horse laying down to die. It is you and your ceiling fan conversing in whispers. Heaven is floating to earth in this pause, already pause, pause, shattered pause. car. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, wait. You wanna, do you want to just let it play out? Because there's like 10 seconds left. Uh, the thing is, what he's going to say... Uh, so the, Okay, the thing is, the next thing he's going to say, I have something to say about that. So that's why I want to get the thing mm. I want to say now about this. Damn. But mm. but is what you're gonna say tying to all of it? Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, okay, okay, I can still hold my shit. All right, that's cool. <laughs> okay. I will lie well, here forever mm-hmm. and sing to you all the things I stopped myself from saying while we while we're we alive. We're alive. Ah, mm. Freaking love him. All right, all right, we'll go. go we can, seriously? Okay, okay. So yeah, before you forget. Uh, so when I told you to stop, right? Reason. Reason is. So the way to heaven, he said, it won't be a golden the chariot carrying you into the sky. As in a lot of people, this conception, especially people that are religious. It's like, yeah, you know, when you die, you're going to go to heaven. It's you. Heaven is the sky, which there's nowhere it says that, but it is what it is. <laughs> so it is. Anyway, little segue. Like if, if you're religious and God created the earth, he created the earth to put you in the earth. There's nowhere that says that he's bring you somewhere else but that's what it is but yeah um but he's saying no 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 that's not it heaven is dying with your loved one like heaven is knowing that i'm about to die but i'm dying in the arms of someone i got to share my life with someone that i could remember their irises that i always knew where they hid their love letters like dying with your true love that's what heaven is like that's what gives your life and death meaning knowing that you're going with the person that was your soulmate so it's not this fucking, it's not this golden horse carriage that's going to convey you into the sky. It's not the Lord that's going to pluck you from your earthly shell. Oof, even that, the Lord plucking you from your earthly shell, meaning your soul is going to go up, pluck you, I mean like um, extract something, like take your spirit out of your earthly shell, mm. your body. Bro, he's like, no, 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 it's not that. It's not that. It's dying with the person that you fucking love by your side. Like he flipped the whole concept of heaven. Like this is heaven. Like not only, not only a delivery that's so beautiful of a dark thing, an even darker thing, death, flipped into something even more beautiful. Like I'm going to heaven because I'm dying with my loved one. Like it's insane, man. Mm. And then the last part. This is why I told you to pause because the last part, there's regret, which I love that. Which the first poem we did, which was Phil K. Teeth. The last part, accountability from Grampy. Last part, there's regret. 
I will lie here and tell you all the things I stopped myself from saying while we were alive. The things I stopped myself from, from saying. So this is subjective, of course. But what I think, if you have someone you love in your life, tell them the shit you want to tell them. Because life is short. You never know when that shit can end. Like all the things I stopped myself from saying. I stopped myself voluntarily. I shouldn't have. I'm running out of time here. But since this is a beautiful poem, since I'm dying with my loved ones, let me finish this poem on a nice note. But it's actually regret because I didn't tell you these things. I missed out. I should have done this. I should have done that. I should have done this. I should have done that. It's just, it's, uh, <laughs> bro, shit, man. Mm. Whew. <laughs> All right, Christian, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. That's, go a, ahead. that's a great way to, to interpret the poem. Like the, he's talking oh. about heaven being the last moments <sighs> before you actually die where you're you have the knowledge that you're dying with your loved one that's a that's a great way to to interpret it my interpretation was uh yeah like my my interpretation was a little different it shared some similarities but i'll anchor my interpretation around um the line where he said i will uh whisper your name through the rocks and you will know that this is heaven um i think he was speaking from the perspective of his girlfriend or significant other mm-hmm. um and i took that line as um them making it out of the to tie it back to what i was saying earlier about like space and it being a barrier between earth and heaven it's like them making it out of that transitional period or that transitional stage of space and then making it into the beyond which is heaven and like the part where he starts to get or starts to get very human as his girlfriend is speaking to him. Like uh, she says, even though we're leaving this uh, corporeal realm of humanity, it's like what you said about God plucking them, their souls out of their earthly shell. All it's like her saying all that is the human, you, your features, your flaws, your experiences, rest assured that I'll carry these with me into the beyond so that your essence will persist into eternity. And as we navigate the unknown together, all the things that I couldn't tell you while I was alive, I'll tell you from the beyond. That's how I interpreted it. Mm-hmm. My my interpretation was more so like they, their souls, um, I guess. Morphed? I don't know. Just, yeah, like they ascended and they continue to ascend together. Uh, which is like different than what you were saying. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, my shit is finite. They're dying. Yours is infinite. Yeah, like they're exactly. Yeah, they're exactly. gonna live forever. Okay, okay, girl. Exactly. Okay, Christian. Listen, man. Beautiful <laughs> it's cool. writing. It's cool. Thought-provoking writing can just evoke different interpretation, Christian. This is what these gods mm-hmm. do. <laughs> All right, that's 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 actually. I need to stop. Like gods, that's a stretch. That's. That's blasphemous from me, but, but bro, bro. All right, folks, that's it. Um, wait, 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 Christian, what else you want to say? (laughs) No, no, that was, that was it. (laughs) That was it. Um, all right guys. So yeah, that was it. So these first two poems, they're all handpicked by Pierre, like the guy speaking right now. (laughs) I have listened to all these poems. Like my poem repertoire is freaking vast. So, but these two stuck out. Um, I couldn't, bunched them into no categories. So I said, hey, the first two poems we're doing will be Phil K. Teeth and Nilborn Nimnality. Next, guys, 
I broke them shit down into segments. We're gonna get into depression. I think depression's into like three parts. We're gonna get into guilt, terminal illnesses. <sighs> Kevin Cantor, bro, I can't wait. Christian, when we do a letter from cancer, oh my goodness, I'm about to lose it. But <clears throat> we're gonna we're gonna get to heartbreak. We're gonna touch on suicide, sexual assault, yeah. gaslighting. We're gonna get into racism. Shit, we're black. Christian and I are black, so that's coming. We're gonna, bro. Oh, oh man, growth, body disorders. Moving on, bro. We're gonna get to so many topics, which mm. I have, I have read and not read. I don't read. I have, <laughs> I've watched all of these poems over and over and over. Button poetry is my freaking, I don't know, borderline my gospel at this point. But yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we're gonna do. So that's pretty much it, man. And Christian, you can say whatever you want to say because you have a lovely voice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, To anybody who's listening to this, uh, hopefully you, and if anybody made it through to the end, uh, because I'm not gonna lie, if I was listening to this, I would have clicked off already. (laughs) I know, right? What's, what's this black guy that keeps shouting? Like, what is what is it? Can this man chill? <laughs> well, no, I think it's just like the nature of YouTube videos and podcasts. Like, if you can get a sense that they're about to wrap things up, it's like, all right, on to the next one. <laughs> but mm. um, okay, yeah. If you still, if you're still listening, thanks for bro. You're a real one listening to Shit. us. Uh, just wasting yeah, 22 minutes of your life. <laughs> it's much appreciated. Hopefully, you got something out of it. That's yeah because that is the goal um we don't want to just regurgitate like what they're saying and hopefully we can like take the points that they bring up and like revolve a conversation around that or at least revolve like interesting topics and themes around that so yeah hopefully uh, you got something out of it yeah not, um, and- hopefully <clears throat> in the future we can say some cooler stuff yeah we it's we're not gonna say some cooler stuff <laughs> Bro, yeah, that's a a tall order, but (laughs) right. Just we're here for thought-provoking shit, bro. We're here for layered, and also yes, since this might be a new audience, because I don't think our we never had an audience, (laughs) bro. We're a small podcast. I don't think our freaking one listener from The Last of Us carried through anime and is not going to carry through poems. (laughs) But um, the name of the show, the podcast, Storyolysis, Lysis is the breakdown of cell tissue storyolysis we're breaking down stories from whatever they are from poems books which is coming anime tv shows movie we did the clone tyrone <laughs> we did the clone tyrone for two hours if you have two hours of your life to waste um but um yeah and i'm very hype about these things because i that's my realm i really do listen to poetry day and night i even have some poems like in my gym playlist like it's insane that just like it's i'm not even kidding um so we will cover some topics that are very deep i will try to not get it misconstrued that is this guy getting off of like a suicide poem like he's not it's just he's just hype but i'll try to lessen the hypeness and shit for those topics because we will we'll cover some deep shit in this segment but yeah aside from that chris shin this is this is it this is it for me man i'm going to sleep All right. All right. Until next time. Until next time. Bye.